Thanks for listening to the show. Join us online at playvolutionhq.com and learn how to support the show at explorationsearlylearning.com slash support. Grab your highlighters. Can't find them? They're probably right there in your pocket protector. It's time for that early childhood nerd podcast. Let's get nerdy. Here's Heather. Hey everyone, it's Heather. In April, uh, Laura Spillman and I presented a workshop called I Was a Bad Director, True Confessions of a Learning Journey at the Indiana Early Childhood Conference. And we had several people asking if we would record it because they weren't going to be able to be there to hear us speak. Uh, So we recorded it, and then I decided, well, maybe it's a good idea to share it as uh, episodes of the That Early Childhood Nerd podcast. So the next three episodes will be um, recording of that conference presentation. I hope you enjoy it. Thanks again for listening to the podcast. It's after lunch, right? We're all tired. Tired. So, so tired. So tired. I know Heather's like, can I get under the table and like lay down for a little bit? <laughs> I was like, no, you can't. Um, for those of you who are just joining us, um, I would, we're, we're doing some new technology here today. I'm kind of playing around. It's called polleverywhere.com or polleevv.com. Um, it's kind of the newfangled chart paper, I suppose. Hey, Terry. How are you? Uh, so what you do is you text 22333. In the message, you put Laura Spill, S-P-I-I. Nope. No, S-P-I-L-L-M-A-751. It's going to prompt a message for you, and I want you to put in a word, one word that you hope to gain in this presentation. So we already have a list. If you need help, Heather and I can kind of walk around and help you. Um, but I want to kind of look at this list that we have with the people who have already entered in some words in our poll. So, um, how to motivate teachers, looking from a director's perspective, avoiding situations that might compromise my leadership or professional status, professional growth, being a better leader, avoiding pitfalls, knowing someone else has been there, some tips, maybe some realistic goals. Professional growth, peace, insight. So the reason why Heather and I did this was because we just really want to make sure that we're meeting your needs in the next hour and 15 minutes um, while you're here with us today. Um, Heather and I are very informal. We don't have handouts. I don't have a PowerPoint. We barely have an outline. We barely have an outline. I have an outline like this. But that's because we know that shared stories can be just as impactful if I was standing up here with a clicker and a PowerPoint. And this really is about my professional story and my professional journey in being a director and what I'm doing now. But I want you to think about your own professional journey. So I'm hoping that this is going to be kind of motivating. Um, and I'm going to share my story kind of along the way. Um, but my name is Laura I'm from Evansville, Indiana. Um, I've been in the early childhood field for 33 years. Um, I've pretty much done just about every job that there is to do in early childhood, so I've kind of been around the block and then back around again. 
I figured out that I've been coming to this conference since 1997, so I've definitely been to a lot. I know, I'm like ancient. Um, so, uh, so I'm, I'm definitely have uh, had my, my run here at, at IOIC. It's always a good one. So you're going to hear a lot of my background throughout this presentation, so I'm not going to go really any further than that. So I'm going to introduce, let Heather introduce herself. I am Heather Burns. I'm from Lafayette, and I have been doing this for almost as long as Laura has. I'm about mm, 27, 28 years in the field, um, and I have done, again, we match in this way too about every role that you can have. <laughs> um, so again, we'll we'll talk about more specifics what those roles were as we're going through. Um, right now, I'm a toddler teacher in a child care center in Lafayette, and um, uh, we're just here to to do some storytelling and to hear some stories from you. Um, I do just I want to say one one thing before we get going. Um, uh, so I'm recording the session. Um, I also have a, I have a podcast called That Early Childhood Nerd. At the end, if all of you agree that you're comfortable, I'm going to re release this as a podcast episode. But we want you to be comfortable to share. So at the end, if you tell me that you don't want that, I'll hit the delete button and we won't share it with anybody. Okay. I, Your name I, won't be on there. Yeah, I just want to set a couple of ground rules too because I want to make sure that everybody realized that um, this topic, you know, I, I purposely created the title I was a bad director um, because I felt like it was kind of catchy. And I think we've all had feelings in our professional life where maybe we didn't feel like we were doing such a great job. So I'm going to be sharing my story um, as an administrator um, here in a few. But I want to make sure that we know that this is not about bashing administrators. Um, this is not about bashing your administrators or anybody that you work with. This session is not about that. It's not about tearing up down others. There's a teeny baby back there. I might, I might have to hold that baby. And I've done it before. I'm trying to help it any day. Um, so it's not about tearing others down, and it's also not about ego. So I kind of want to set those parameters. What? Like it's kind of about our egos and what we want. Well, it is. It is. What this is about, what this particular session is about, is about courage. It's about looking at yourself and what you feel like you're good at and knowing what you're good at. And it's about making hard decisions in your professional life. Because we've all had to do that. Um, even back when you're a teenager and you're deciding whether you're going to work at the mall or going to work, you know, wherever else. These are all decisions that you make throughout your professional life. Um, so I'm going to start by just kind of sharing my story. And like I said, I've been doing this for um, a long time, 33 plus years. And I was the infant toddler specialist at 4C of Southern Indiana for 11 years after being in the classroom, and I was an administrator for Early Head Start, and I decided to take a job as a director of a very large child care center. I was very excited about the opportunity because I felt like, gosh, I had trained directors, I had done all kinds of trainings for administrators, I did the administration scale, I really felt like I had the tools in my pocket much better than when I had done it before. I was looking for a little life balance, um, not traveling as much. So I took this job as an administrator for a very large child care center. What I didn't expect is that this would be the hardest job I would ever have in my entire life. 
I found that I wasn't good at this job. And I was there for about two years, and I struggled. Um, I tried very, very hard. Um, and one day, my boss came to me and said, I don't think this is a good fit. And um, I was given a choice. And my choice was either to leave and put in my two weeks, or if I make another mistake, I would be fired. So I decided right then and there that I was going to put in my two weeks. I didn't talk to my husband. <laughs> I didn't talk to anybody. I left. And when I called my husband, I'm like, hey, guess what? <laughs> um, I, just, I just put in my two weeks at work. And he said, I'm so relieved. <laughs> and he said that, he said, you've actually been unhappy for a while. And it's been shocking. Come home crying at night. You're feeling like you're not making a difference. You feel like your gifts and talents aren't being, you're not using your gifts and talents like you would hope. And it's because for those of us who, let me just get a show of hands, how many of you are administrators? Okay, all right. Let me also preface this is that I'm not telling you to quit your job. So let me just make very, very, very clear. This is my own journey. And I, I, what I, my whole purpose of creating this presentation is for one, for you to, for me to validate that this is hard work. It is extremely hard work. It's very unforgiving at times. And I understand that. And not everybody can just say I'm going to leave. And I'm not telling you to do that. So anyway, so uh, I didn't have a backup plan. Um, I put in my two weeks, and I called my husband, and he said, great. So um, I kind of got to thinking when I was off work. I was like, you know, what did, what did I really enjoy about this job that I was doing as an administrator? Well, I really enjoyed going into the classroom and singing with the children. I really enjoyed reading stories. I really enjoyed meeting and coaching and working with the teachers. Then I had to kind of look at the things that I didn't really enjoy. You know, I, I didn't enjoy having to, you know, deal with kind of the day-to-day. -day. I'm not very organized. You have to be super organized. I was looking for work-life balance, so working more than 40 hours a week was very difficult for me. And as an administrator, and I see some of you shaking your head, you're like, yeah, you've got to work 50, 60 hours a week. And that, for me, was a non-negotiable, and I didn't think about that at the time. So while I was there, um, or while I was kind of in this space, I got a couple of phone calls. And I got one from my boss, who's actually sitting in the room. Um, and she had been my um, boss for many years past. And we had been colleagues and coworkers and just about everything else. And she called me and she's like, hey, word on the street is it is that you quit. And I'm like, as a matter of fact, I have. And she's like, you need to come talk to me. And, and I did. And um, I, I went back in the classroom. And I've been a teacher's assistant for the last eight months. And it has been probably the most unbelievable experience that I could possibly imagine in the last eight months. Because I realized that my gifts and talents did not lie in directing an administration. My gifts and talents lie in teaching young children and working with families, in training and coaching adults and forming those relationships, and working really closely with families too, especially if they were struggling, if they had a child with a special need of behaviors. And it took me saying, this isn't about my ego, because let me tell you, 
I felt about this big and probably the biggest failure in my whole 30 plus years of being in early childhood. I felt like I had failed miserably. But you have to get on the other side of that and say, this isn't about failure. This is about finding out who you are. Um, and and I, I think if there's any takeaway from this session is that I'm going to be 50 years old in June and I can keep learning new skills. So for those of you who are maybe just starting, you're going to keep learning and keep growing and keep learning and keep growing. Um, so that's my story. And we're going to kind of, we're going to unpack a little bit of this later, but I'm going to let Heather tell hers. <laughs> um, my story is a little bit different, but a little bit the same. How about that? The end. No. Yeah. <laughs> Have a good day. <laughs> and I'll tell you if you're right. Um, so again, I've been doing it a long time too. I started as a classroom teacher. I did some family child care. I did some work with resource and referral. I spent years trying to get into a boss job because I thought, I was better than everybody. I thought I was smarter than everybody, and I needed to be bossing people around. Um, and I got a lot of rejections over those over those years. Um, and then about oh tenish years ago, uh, oh seven years ago, I could do that math. Um, seven years ago, I got uh, my first center director position. And it was once I got into that position that I realized how unprepared I would have been at any of those other times if I had gotten those positions that I was trying to get then. Um, because I had to have a lot more experience with people. I had to have a lot more experience with myself and figuring out my ego and my reasons and why did I feel like I needed to be the boss. Um, and what skills, when I saw what skills really were needed to be a director, the coaching, the administrative side of it. I, then I could see I was not ready in any of those other times. Um, you know, there's also that element that, that sometimes the only way we feel like we can move up or get a raise in this field is to, to take on some kind of a director position or a boss position. And that's a personally a good reason, but for the field, I don't know that that's a great reason for people to move up and out of other positions. Um, so I, I did that for a while. I actually then uh, got promoted into a training position, and then they eliminated my position. <laughs> back in the classroom again and learning a whole new thing. <laughs> um, and I did really have to struggle with ego. That's why I said it is kind of about ego. All those rejections early in my career were hard for my ego. Um, and, and then that idea that I was going back to the classroom. And I really had to sit myself down and say, look, that's the most important work in the field. That person who's in the classroom with the children or in the home with the children. None of these other boss jobs exist if we're not doing that work. So, um, and that I think really changed super, my perspective, and it, I'm, I'm feeling much happier about things. And I think that's a super important point as an administrator. And I think I didn't give myself enough credit, kind of when I see the one about uh, motivating teachers and how to be truly present. I think you almost have to tap back to those times when you were in a classroom so that you can relate with them in a way that's like, I've, I've been there. Um, and that's when I had the most connectedness with the staff that I had is when I could truly relate to them and say, yeah, I've been thrown off on a lot <laughs> and it really stinks and, you know, I get it. You need to go home and change clothes because I've been there and I understand. So for, you know, for the participant that talked about motivating teachers, I think having the connection 
of your past experiences, that's such a way to connect. And one of the other reasons why I like doing presentations this way is because I like to hear people's stories. And that's one component that I found that I was able to be successful as a director working with families and working with the staff was connecting through our own personal stories. That's, that's, a, that's a big connect. Okay, I'm ready for some So stories. what we want to do, we kind of told you sort of the basis around why we decided to do this topic. Um, but what I'd like to hear from is you. So I kind of have a question that I'd like to pose and I'm hoping that we can get some people to, to answer it for me. So has there ever been a time that you thought you could do something and it did not work out? Who can tell me? Somebody's laughing. You share this story? This is where courage no? comes in. Okay. <laughs> has there ever been a time that you were like, I'm gonna do this? It could be maybe picking up a new hobby. Like I really thought I could knit. And I even took lessons on knitting, and I was a terrible knitter. I can't do it. I'm sorry. I know. She knits. I can't do it. And teach. I didn't even know you tried to learn to knit. Yes. Yes. Okay, fun. I thought I could work out and lose weight. And I realized I like snacks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Do this. <laughs> Stop lying. 
it was awesome and I really did packing my lunch and bringing it to work mm -hmm. I was I really felt like I was accomplishing some goals even getting on the scale in the beginning mm -hmm. where you see that you're actually losing like three and five pounds mm -hmm. you're like yes mm -hmm. you're pushing towards the right direction right but when it's all said and done you like snacks <laughs> <laughs> Show. Now go get your nerd on. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh. Hey, we need your support to keep the podcasts flowing. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash support to learn how. One of the big things you can do is shop Amazon with the link we provide. You buy your cat food, you buy your kids' books, you buy whatever it is you buy on Amazon, you pay the regular price. We get a small percentage of it. Everybody wins. A lot of people are doing it. It really supports the shows, and we really appreciate it. Give it a try. Thanks.